Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Uh, devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace Amrita Madhavi Mataji from Bangalore and today Mataji will enlighten us on topic uh, on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 1, Verse 64. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call. The call. Hare Krishna, dear Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, to all of you, and all glories to Srila Prabhupada, all glories to Sri Guru and Gaurav. Thank you for this nice opportunity. Uh, but today I'm going to keep the class very short, but very informative. Probably some of you will learn something very, very new, which I recently learned and which is very beneficial. So it will be like I took two hour class, so it may be just half an hour class <laughs> because I have a meeting at 7 p.m. with the JPS care team. So please forgive me. I'll keep it short. So we'll start with the prayers. Narayanam namaskritya naram chaiva narottamam devim sarasvatim vyasam tato jaya mudhirayi nashtaprayeshu abhadreshu ityan bhagavata sevaya bhagavatyuttama shloki bhaktir bhavati naishtuki ृष्णाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपतिष्ठाधिपत
when they got exposed what they call sex scandal etc and here in india uh, there is a, a term called honey trap you know honey h o n e y honey trap uh, what these women do call girls or whatever you know they they attract uh, very rich men and and then they secretly get it shot whatever they are doing they start blackmailing i will show this to your wife family or someone you know so you are uh, it's a question of your name fame so you please give us in lakhs you know in lakhs he will have to keep spending whenever they need money they will show him and blackmail you see what kind of a torture can't he be satisfied with one wife or can't a woman be satisfied with one husband so this is mandatory this is what uh, it explains here um, but how to be satisfied for that the answer comes in prabhupada's written first book message of godhead it says if we focus on the needs and i'm paraphrasing it if we focus on the needs of the soul and it's, it talks about reading transcendental literature transcendental knowledge you know if if somebody is really focusing on taking care of the thirst of the soul then he will um, he will take transcendental knowledge you know when that's what prabhupada is saying so when somebody is um, focused on taking care of the soul's needs and uh, uh, takes care of uh, getting transcendental knowledge more and more then automatically you know his needs of body and mind will take back seat which means it's not that uh, if if one has material body and material mind it does not mean that they are going to be indifferent to be uh, have to happiness and distress no they are material body material mind so they will get impacted by happiness and distress however pure devotee one is but um, he will not be overwhelmed by it we have never heard prabhupad going into a depression after coming to america he got no candidates for one year he struggled without shelter properly staying with some drug addict and getting um, verbal abuses but still you know so he went to depression this kind of statement we have never heard you know prabhupad never went into depression because he was never overwhelmed by happiness or distress he was always fixed in krishna consciousness so that is prabhupad forget about prabhupad even we small scale devotees we also if we understand the priority of the soul if we understand that my relationship is with krishna alone to be very honest my relationship is with krishna and with guru alone and the others are all temporary they are relatives for this life not for next life so they are temporary so if we can give little less priority in our hearts attachments and we can see them as krishna's gifts came to assist us in going back to godhead we will have high regard for them we will have high gratitude for them so we will do our best services for them but we should know our real relationship is with krishna alone and these people have come temporarily in the name of mother father daughter son in law like that suppose if we have got that uh, clear cut understanding that we are here to make a relationship um, you know with krishna once again we are given with human body and this set of family members so that we can make a relationship uh, i am given this husband or this wife so that through them i will be pushed towards krishna bhakti either with love or uh, you know uh, for togetherness of krishna conscious practice in the family or because somebody is ill treating so we cannot take it so we turn towards krishna in whatever way they are helping us either they are devotees so they want our cooperation to be devotees or they are not devotees and so we are afraid of falling down so out of fear we are going to krishna but krishna please don't make me get into maya or they are really very bad you know with us so we are forced to cry to krishna and we make a relationship with krishna in whatever way they have helped either lovingly or with hate or with indifference they have helped us to go to krishna like this you know if so we have to be grateful to them no matter how we are pushed to krishna but because of them we are getting connected to krishna if we understand that we have to be very grateful to our family members and we should treat them with so much of regard uh, only because they are krishna's people only because they are pushing towards krishna so when we see them as krishna's people and when we serve them with the utmost love as if 
our duty and relationship is only with them and with no one else with not even with krishna you act like as if as if the family is everything that way you give first class services you take good care of them but in your heart make a strong relationship with spiritual i mean supreme uh, personality of godhead and with spiritual master make a strong relationship and live to serve guru and krishna serve family members in order to please krishna this way when we live what happens is when family members in spite of all our best services if at all they keep finding faults we will not feel much offended we will not get overwhelmed by pain or distress we will not get overwhelmed we will be able to stay blissful no matter how they treat us or how they talk to us even if they are devotees you know and if they are very very nice to us then also we will not get overly overly dependent on them or overly attached it's okay to be attached to devotees is okay but i think uh, somebody's uh, own has to be muted um yes so you know uh, what happens is when we are really connected to the supreme personality of godhead you know the material happiness don't overwhelm us material happiness are temporary they don't overwhelm us suppose my husband buys a nice tv or a nice car i will not become like wow i'm so lucky tv has come wow nice car let's now sit in front of tv only for 24 hours i don't want to touch japa beads no we will not become like that or if something happened the tv got spoiled new tv was bought we spent so much money there's no replacement there's no warranty and it's got spoiled in one day because of something you know some child came and played some through some hard ball at it and burst burst now no replacement so there's no heartbreak there is no extra joy we are always in balance that is if we keep krishna as our main goal of life if krishna is the main connection for us if, if we think krishna is our real relative and everything in my life begins and ends with krishna and everyone else is krishna's gifts therefore i have to give them best services so they should feel the family members should feel um, extremely loved by us um, extremely they should we should command respect and command gratitude by the way we deal with them why do we deal like that to please krishna the goal is to please krishna so now what happens if they are still not pleased and if they keep criticizing we will not be offended much because we know that our krishna knows our heart and he knows how much effort we put and we will still stay blissful that's this was next verse so we are going to cover the entire chapter now in shortest time by krishna's mercy and to 6 chapter 1 text 65 vipram swabharyam apraudham kule mahati lambitam ंग who came from a very respectable brahmana family proper bashila prabhat jai shila prabhat customarily everyone is eligible to inherit his father's property and ajamila also inherited the money of his father but what did he do with the money instead of engaging the money in the service of krishna he engaged it in the service of a prostitute therefore he was condemned and was punishable by yamaraj how did this happen he was victimized by the dangerous lustful glance of a prostitute so here they are stressing on what pulled him down was they say you know i have heard many times by uh, so many scorn speakers that from eyes lust develops from ears devotion develops by ears now all of you are using your ears to hear shrimad bhagavatam so if i prayerfully speak and ask the lord and guru to speak and i ask shrimad bhagavatam to be merciful to all of us and it reveal itself and if you hear it with all sincerity with all respect with all gratitude 
and with all sincerity then you are sure to understand you know how great is krishna you are sure to develop some little extra bit of love for krishna so this is through the ears devotion develops through the eyes lust develops so now what's happening is that here in ajamila's case his eyes got caught uh, looking at a prostitute lustfully so what happened to him is he fell down he used asked her to become the maid servant and then he started using all his father's ancestral properties you know he spent that property to buy gifts to maintain the prostitute and her children her daughters and sons and he started giving her gifts so one thing is that he he used his eyes to see wrong things and so he became victim of sinful activities and he also used the wealth in a wrong way we should always use wealth to give donation to the right people to the deserving people when we give it to the wrong people if the wrong people are using it for sinful activities then a portion of the sins that they are supposed to get we will get for funding their sinful activities we have no rights to fund somebody's sinful activities and if we do so we will be penalized with sins so ajamila was a little careless because his heart was already victimized due to he you know using his eyes to look at her lustful glance and he was spoiled canto 6 chapter 1 text 66 yatastataschopaniye nyayato nyayato dhanam babharashya kutumbinya kutumbam mandadirayam translation bashila propat chai shila propat all the born of a brahmana family this rascal bereft of intelligence because of the prostitutes association earned money somehow or other regardless of whether properly or improperly and used it to maintain the prostitute sons and daughters you see now even though he was born in brahmana family he lost his intelligence because when the mind you know this one shloka in bhagavad gita right when any one of our senses are lost in sense gratification our buddhi gets stolen that is if the small boat you know which is uh, getting caught which is in the ocean you know one wind if it comes it can just topple the wind exactly that particular verse i think comes in third chapter bhakti you know you know that shloka that small boat second chapter or third chapter you know like our intelligence which is placed on any one of the senses for sense gratification it's like a boat on the river or ocean which gets toppled if you can get that verse for me so it is that that's what happened here in ajamila's case that um, you know although he was born in a brahmin family um, he lost his intelligence because he utilized it for um, you know enjoying with the prostitute by spending the money you know he spent all his money and then also he wanted to not lose the association of prostitute so at that time what happened was see here she got second chapter verse 67 as a boat on the water is swept away by the strong wind even one of the senses on which the mind focuses can carry away a man's intelligence beautiful thank you so much bhakti oh, okay so you see um, our uh, intelligence if it is placed on one of the senses so he places intelligence in the skin sense you know skin it's a rubbing of skin he wanted that relationship with the woman through his body so what happened was he placed his intelligence fully to get just enjoyment through the skin and for that you know um, he really lost that intelligence because he spent all his ancestral property and he became pauper and then he started working in wrong ways and right ways is he could loot people he could kill people but somehow he would get money right or wrong he would get it to just enjoy with this lady and to maintain um, this prostitute's sons and daughters next verse um uh, canto 6 chapter 1 text 67 yada sau shastram ullanghya 
स्वैरचार्यति कर्हिता अवर्तता चिरम कालम अघायोर अशुचिर मलाद एंटो सिक्स चैप्टर वन टेक्स्ट सिक्सटी सेवन ट्रांसलेशन बाय श्रीला प्रोफाइल चाय श्रीला प्रोफाइल दिस ब्राह्मणा इरेस्पोंसिबली स्पेंट हिस लॉन्ग लाइफ टाइम transgressing all the rules and regulations of the holy scripture living extravagantly and eating food prepared by the prostitute therefore he is full of sins he is unclean and is addicted to the forbidden activities purport by shri the propad jay shri the propad food prepared by an unclean sinful man or woman especially a prostitute is extremely infectious ajamila ate such food and therefore he was subject to be punished by yamaraj now who is saying all this is these people our yamadutas are saying you know they are giving justification to vishnudutas who are saying what are you doing hey you don't know how bad is ajamila so uh, prabhu ji had, i think manida prabhu had asked last time like how all this i don't know who asked uh, one of the prabhus had asked you know how all these things i mean uh, uh, how ajamila was punished something like that you know i don't remember the question but i told somewhere in future probably my next class i'll get to read i said <laughs> somewhere in future the details of ajamila will be given so this bhagavatam is like that it is not uh, very much in order but it is very logical you know um, it may not be chronological but it is logical so um, if you go by chronology then these details should have been given first but this like a flashback it comes you know now uh, the, the yamadutas are defending why they came to catch this ajamila this rascal fellow is because he's so sinful they're saying they're saying he's sinful huh? uh, you get to know he was not sinful this is something shocking huh? so um, so here it is told that food prepared by unclean sinful man you know if you eat then you know we are going to actually get sins that's why in iskon we are told that you know you should eat only krishna prasad because who will give you krishna prasad you only have to cook offer and eat right will any hotel provide you krishna prasad no they give you meat eggs onion garlic everything so hotels don't give us krishna prasad which means we cook and we feed our krishna and then we eat whatever master gives us you know master krishna gives us that we should eat you know we should be fully conscious about our relationship with krishna and we should be fully focused on living and dying for krishna throughout the day i am also trying you know i i am doing bhakti yoga course now so i am getting a better understanding as i do my personal studies from right from first canto to first verse going through every single line of purport and trying to understand and correlate with the coming verse purport so it's very clear i was reading the third verse of the first canto first chapter and it was clearly seen you know um, when we understand that we are the servant of krishna you know clearly then threefold miseries are gone then i am this i was just thinking introspecting and i mean uh, why why in spite of knowing that we are servants of krishna many devotees are still suffering because we know we are servant of krishna but we are also thinking Uh, i am more the servant of my family krishna <laughs> servant also but i am actually the servant of my family also now that is a mistake i am actually the servant of krishna servant of krishna is my master so is my eternal relative krishna is never going to die in my life krishna is not, never going to leave my hand neither am i going to die in krishna's vicinity so i am going to just change body but i will be always under the observation of krishna i cannot escape krishna's glance because he is my master and my caretaker and he is my best well-wisher and he is my best friend if i have this understanding then how i can be, um then how i can be impacted by miseries very simple because i know krishna is there to protect even if there is a misery i will think that okay if this happened then krishna did it with a better intention we should become sweet lawyers of krishna's as to why something went wrong in our life if something went wrong in our life the understanding is krishna did it with so much love 
to make something bigger right you know some smaller wrong happens when some bigger right should be right should be awarded to his devotees krishna loves suppose if i miss the train it means that i am going to be gifted with the flight ticket to fly much more quickly we should have the trust we should we should try to figure out what is that you know what is the loophole if if it happened according to my plan what would be the loophole and if it didn't happen to my uh, plan then it is krishna's plan was something different and what could be the agenda of uh, behind this plan the agenda of krishna what big gift he wanted me to get through this if you understand you will know that krishna had a much more beautiful plan um so many times so many things happen which look shocking to people but we understand that there was something very good in our life probably i i also think if i had married a devotee probably the devotee would have to put hard work to push me to devotional service because i married someone who was not krishna conscious so i feel um, you know more urgency to take up krishna conscious because i feel i too may get lost with um, someone who does not want krishna i may also not want krishna so my tendency to run towards krishna became more intense and i thought my daughter may also not have krishna you know so i became more aggressive as a mother you know who showed to my daughter only a devotee's face i didn't show my material face at all and i took up only the devotee face um, in front of my daughter and behind my daughter daughter was never away from always even in school i taught in her school so i travel with her and come back except at the study time all the time my daughter was with me till now so what happened to her was she saw what's a devotee and she took up devotional service why did i say this i was saying that uh, you know the importance of um, you know making a relationship with krishna if you make a relationship with krishna not audible hari krishna mataji
Hare Krishna, can I try to connect Mataji? Luckily, I'm on the phone. Yes, please, Prabhuji. Thank yeah. you so much for joining. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah, yeah. Hare Krishna, let me see. Hare Krishna. Number I have is uh, not going through Mataji. This is. Uh... Okay. <coughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, please, Rupini uh, Padma Mataji, if you want, please try. Your number is not going through. Uh, it is. It, oh, yeah, it looks like. Yeah. The one I have, I think, what number is that? Yeah, Prabhuji, the number ending with uh, 8874, is that the number? Give me a second, Mother. Let me see which one I have. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-eight seventy-four. Yeah. Rupini Mataji, I have tried yeah, yeah. this number, but it's not connecting. Yeah, eighty-eight seventy-four is not going through Mataji. Yeah. Shall I stop the recording? For now, yes, Mataji. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I tried twice. It, it did not went through. Yeah, yeah but so we start. We missed it. From 67th verse, we'll start. Yeah, explanation of 67. You read 67? Yeah, I gave a very detailed explanation. I'll again give you in short the same thing. I'm sure you will grasp it. So I was telling that um, 67th verse, uh, translation I hope I read and purport also you heard, no? Yes. Only the explanation. Yes, very good. So I was telling that, you see, we should not eat food prepared by sinful people. Why? Because their moods will catch hold of us, which is not good for us. It will it will impact on us. If somebody is cooking angrily, we also get easily angered, you know, though we were not angry type of people, that kind. So I was telling that it is important that we actually, you know, cook for the Lord. That's why in ISKCON, they are saying, instead of saying you don't eat other people's cooked food, they simply say you eat only Krishna Prasad. What do you mean by eating only Krishna Prasad? If only Krishna Prasad means our neighbors also won't eat Krishna Prasad because they are eating meat. They are eating onion, even if they are vegetarians. So we can't eat there. So ISKCON will not say don't eat here, don't eat there. They just say eat only Krishna Prasad. If you want to take Diksha, eat only Krishna Prasad, don't eat meat. That is the things regulated. Don't drink alcohol. Don't have illicit sex. Don't gamble. These are things it is told. Now, when you say eat only Krishna Prasad, what does it mean in, in depth if you want to see, in, in reality if you want to introspect, what does it mean? It means eat only what 
you have fed to your master krishna if your master is not well fed let's also not eat if krishna has not eaten why should we eat if the if my master who is giving me energy my master is giving me my house my master gave me my family my master gave me my assets he, my master gave me my intelligence my master gave me my talents if he is not fed by me then why should i even eat for point number 1 so these devotees who are having the high level connection with krishna like in vatsalya bhav suppose if mata ji is in vatsalya bhav how she will see krishna you know we don't have bhav of servant also unfortunately if we had you know our attitude towards life would be totally different and then threefold miseries would not be there for us i was telling i am doing bhakti vaibhava course which is nothing but study of only shrimad bhagavatam after bhakti shastri bhakti vaibhava course only shrimad bhagavatam study and i was going through first canto first chapter third verse it says about if we understand achinte beda beda tatva and if we understand i'm a servant of krishna then threefold miseries will be destroyed for us I was wondering why it's not destroyed for me in the in the minute i came to know i came to know in 20 years ago but i suffered so much threefold miseries why then i understood because i thought i am related to krishna i am servant of krishna okay but i have husband also i have daughter also i have school uh, school studies also school means i was teaching in a school i have my neighbors also i have my friends also my relatives also i have my problems also and i have krishna also so that way if we are then we will have everything uh, <laughs> everything unwanted in our life but it should not be i have krishna also i have krishna alone he is my eternal master krishna alone is my everything krishna alone is my best well wisher krishna alone is and guru of course krishna means krishna and guru when i say and the rest all of them they are krishna's gifts so why they have come why are they gifts because through them we are forced to become devotees either out of love or out of motivation or out of fear fear sometimes you know if our family members are too materialistic we turn towards krishna more fearfully bapre i should not become like them and suffer like them like that you know sometimes if there are too much of uh, serious devotees we feel are they are all devotees i if i am not devotee then i will be feeling little out of uh, place you know so i have to also do it so out of fear or sometimes out of we may motivate get motivated oh my family members are doing so nicely they are so happy why i am like this i also want to do like them and then we'll ask them why i am also i am having these worries and these fears they'll guide us lovingly and we will improve so hook or crook our family by being a devotee or by being a materialist by being good or by being bad they will inspire us to go to krishna that's why we are all devotees together staying now together in this call because our family has helped us to be in this call helped in a positive way or negative way does not matter but they helped therefore we have to be very grateful to them so we have to serve them in such a nice way that they should feel we have only them in our heart they should not even feel that they are um, not a very serious priority as serious as krishna they should not feel like that because it is our duty to show our gratitude to our family by doing our best services to please krishna's given relatives in order to please krishna himself so we have to be very genuinely endeavoring so our family should feel that they love my this particular devotee loves me like anything they should feel loved and they should feel like taking up krishna consciousness even if they are not so this way you know a um, real devotee who is having that vatsalya bhav for krishna she will be doing very nicely because she thinks that she has relationship with her laddu gopal or with um, krishna balaram or with gornitai whoever she sees them in vatsale she sees them like they are my children if i don't feed them what they will eat if i don't change their dress what they will wear if i don't decorate their altar you know how they will feel it's their home their altar it should be clean spick and span sparkling with fresh flowers they nicely dressed every day after nice abhishek like this she will be making plans of what i should do i should get up early in the morning so that i can change their dress 
up from the night dress to a nice clothes and I can dress them up nicely, decorate them nicely. I'll cook something very nice for them. What is nice for them? If it is Gaur Nithai, we have to go to Chaitanya Leela and find out what are Mahaprabhu's favorite, Nithyan Prabhu's favorites. If it is Radha Krishna, we should find out from uh, that uh, Bhoga Arati, you know, what were their favorite dishes that were being fed for Krishna and, you know, um, all those things, you know, <laughs> Krishna and for his Gopas, what were the nice, nice things that were fed. So these people in Vatsali they will know what are the things that Krishna likes and they'll keep cooking that on rotation. They'll cook something for morning breakfast and they'll see the age of the Lord. Suppose if this is Laddugopal, a small baby, what, what quantity will be best? What type of things will be best for their Laddugopal? And they will also be satisfied with whatever they cooked for Laddugopal. Same things in big quantity they make and they eat. And they'll not eat anything what their Laddugopal does not like or their Krishna Balram does not like or Gaurnitai does not like. Like that seriously, if they're really in Vatsale Bhav, means I'm just um, trying to step into their shoes and trying to explain from whatever I've heard in the past, you know, by my teacher, Adi Purush Prabhu, during Bhakti Shastri course. And I'm trying to put my feelings and trying to tell if I was having that Vatsale Bhav, then I would think that what will my Krishna like to wear today? You know, I would try to dress him up in a way that he might probably like, not the way I will like to see him. And I will I will try to cook not my favorite foods, but what are his favorite foods. And I will try to, um, you know, give his food on time, thinking he is the master of the house and he needs his food on time. And I will try to um, quickly eat and clean up the whole house because it is a temple of his. And um, I will try to not get into any quarrels with anybody because the quarrels means noise or unpleasant words. And Krishna can hear even if a mustard falls because he can, uh, he is all knower. So he is Abhijana, you know. So I will want to um, make sure that my every word will be pleasing to Krishna's ears. And I will be wanting to talk in a way it pleases Krishna. I will want to sing in a way it pleases Krishna. I will want to sing the kirtans that he likes, not the movie song style of kirtan, which I like that song tune, so I will sing in that way only. Not like that. What Krishna will like, you know, in what perfection I can do to my level best to please Krishna. All Krishna wants is not our service. He just wants our love. So I will be trying, asking Radharani for every seva, please give love. Put love in my seva, please. Then only Krishna will accept my seva. Otherwise, he won't accept. So I'll be humbly begging Mother Radharani to teach me how to lovingly serve. And I will make plans to stitch new clothes for my lords. And, um, and new clothes also will be according to his choices, what he used to wear in his that particular years of life when he was in Vrindavan or when he was in when they were in Mayapur uh, in Gormandal or whatever you know Navadipdam like that you know based on the deities that we have according to their convenience and then I will put them to rest in the afternoon and wake them up and I will want to make some snacks uh, for their evening and then I will uh, want to give it to all the family members with Lao and then at night I will want to make some nice dinner for the lords, um, you know, uh, especially for them, so the quantity may be less, so that we don't overeat and we don't uh, put on too much of weight and have health problems. But it's all made for Krishna's comfort. And um, I will make some time throughout the day to hear about Krishna as I cook. And I'll be always meditating on Krishna and how Krishna is, what he will like to do now. Means throughout the day, only thinking about what Krishna, and when I go out for shopping, I'll see, what will be the best vegetables for tomorrow's cooking? What will be the best fruits and what, what, what uh, juices I can make? Which, which are seasonal ones that have come? Which would be best if I could offer to Krishna? Which would be the best quality that I can afford to buy? So when, we, when I see things from that perspective, it's a lot different from what this Amrita Madhavi is doing in the morning is oh, which will be the menu which will be very quickest for me so that I can finish off uh, you know, offering and our whole family will be fed and I can sit and do Srimad Bhagavatam studies because uh, so much I am lagging behind I want to know now whatever I want to fast fast you know cover up uh, the syllabus what's the difference you see see this Amrita Madhavi and see that explanation of how we should be so like this when we try to plan and when we start cooking for the Lord, with that mood, which I told you of, of uh, 
devotee with vatsalya bhav all the time focusing on the relationship with krishna and thinking of his comforts and his choices uh, where is that compared to our choice i like to eat pizza so i make pizza and offer it or don't put onion garlic then we can offer to krishna just that much only like that what a contrast you see pizza krishna never ate but we want to eat that's why we make and we feed so uh, that is a little um, you know um, that's at our level uh, but if we can climb to the level of a devotee um then we are cooking for the lord that consciousness you know if we are cooking and eating then even devotees who don't have that consciousness if we eat probably that will little bit pollute our head that's why some of the devotees they don't even eat in other devotees house also they just cook and they offer and they eat they are very choosy you know where they want it so mahaprabhu was very choosy he ate only in those devotees not all devotees house only those devotees house where they do 64 rounds like that anyway I spoke a lot today because we lost the time, but um, I'll continue with the next verse. I'm going to complete it for the chapter. Canto 6, chapter 1, verse 68. Tatayinam dandapani sakasham krita kilpisham nishyamokrita nirvesham yatradandena shudhyati So, Canto 6, chapter 1, text 68, translation by Srila Prabhupada. This man, Ajamila, did not undergo atonement. Now, who is saying this? This is all our... Yamadutas are saying, why in defense with them, you know, so it's a, it's a glimpse of, you know, it's, it's like a flashback. So this Shivad um, Bhagavatam sometimes is not chronological, but just logical. Huh? So um, it's simply perfect, though not chronological. So here initially they didn't give these details. Now uh, Yamadutas in defense of their action, like why we are capturing this rascal fellow is because he's so sinful. They're saying he's sinful, but that will be proved wrong. That you'll get to know now. See, this man Ajamila did not undergo atonement. Therefore, because of his sinful life, we must take him into the presence of Yamaraj for punishment. There, according to the extent of his sinful acts, he'll be punished and thus purified. So, this is the last verse of the Kento, chapter 1. Uh, last verse, that is uh, verse number uh, 68. The Vishnudutas had forbidden the Yamudutas to take Ajamila to Yamaraj. And there Yamudutas explained that taking such a man to Yamaraj was appropriate. Since Ajamila had not undergone atonement for his sinful acts, he was to be taken to Yamaraj to be purified. When a man commits murder, he becomes sinful and therefore he also must be killed. Otherwise, after death, he must suffer many sinful reactions. Similarly, punishment by Yamaraj is a process of purification for the most abominable sinful persons. Therefore, the Yamudutas requested the Vishnudutas not to obstruct their taking Ajamila to Yamaraj. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purports of the 6th canto, 1st chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled The History of Life of Ajamila. You see, so here, the Yamadutas are talking about atonement. This is the point that I wanted to say that you will now hear something which you probably, some of you might never have heard, like I had never heard. Now, here they are saying that, see, because he's so sinful, he didn't do atonement also. If you do sins, you should do prayas chitta, you know, atonement. But this rascal fellow has not done any atonement. That's why he should be taken to Yamaraj for purification. Now, this is what, see, there are different shastras, like Bhagavad Gita is called Yoga Shastra. Um, in Mahabharata, you get details about Dharma Shastra. But we devotees uh, who are in this um, um, Gaudiya Parampara, we are following Bhakti Shastras. Now, whatever are there in Dharma Shastras, whatever rules and regulations and atonements, that is for Bhakti Shastra followers, you know, um, who are Karma Yoga followers. Um, but, you know, for us, uh, we are following Bhakti Shastra. For us, our punishments and our uh, sins are different, you know, because we don't uh, break regulatory principles. We don't eat meat, so uh, we don't um, uh, we don't do many things, you know, which the karmis do. We do what Krishna wants. So what happens is for us, our sin is if we did not chant 16 rounds after giving promise to Guru Maharaj. Our sin is if we broke regulatory principles, and if we don't do that, then anything goes wrong unconsciously. 
you know then um, we don't get karma actually so now right now for if if we are trying our best to not hurt someone and accidentally if we hurt someone we don't get karma accidentally if we get into a fight because you suddenly lost temper and you suddenly spoke something and it turned into a fight and uh, you forgot totally the scriptures and you fought nicely and you came and then you realize oh my god what i did you will not get sins no sins for devotees now where is the proof this what i was shocked when i heard uh you know and i told it whatever is happening i take it as my karma he said mataji i beg to differ who said radha pramod prabhu said you know i uh, said no actually devotees don't have sins ha huh? i was shocked and i was wondering is he talking from shastras yes he is talking from nectar of devotion uh, chapter number 5 the purity of devotional service the paragraph number 1 2 3 4 5 6 paragraph onwards if you read which says shrila rupa gosami wants however that if a person is properly initiated by a bona fide spiritual master he should not think that simply by acceptance of such initiation his business is then finished when i still follow the rules and regulations very carefully if after accepting the spiritual master and being initiated one does not follow rules and regulations of devotional service then he is again fallen one must be very vigilant to remember that so that's why we have to follow our rules and regulations and if we are following regulations rules and regulations if we are chanting 16 rounds if we are not breaking regulatory principles then whatever happens in our life by mistake unconsciously or out of helpless uh, push something if goes wrong we are not getting sense you see now one must be very vigilant to remember that he is part and parcel of the transcendental body of krishna and that it is his duty as part and parcel to give service to the whole or krishna if we do not render service to krishna then again we fall down in other words simply becoming initiated does not elevate one to the position of high class brahmana one should also discharge the duties and follow regulatory principles very rigidly suppose if you are following rigidly then Sri Rupa Goswami also says that if one is regularly discharging devotional service, there will be no question of a fall down. Then, but even if circumstantially some fall down, the Vaishnava need have nothing to do with the prayas chitta, the ritualistic ceremony for purification. Means even if you fall down uh, accidentally, then there is no prayas chitta for you. if someone falls down so sometimes they say na to commit um, to chant uh, to uh, you know seventh offense what is that to commit sinful activities um, based on the strength of the holy name or something like that means if you are doing sins thinking that anyway i am chanting so sins will go sorry you will not get sin only then why do you need to even chant to remove the sin you chant simply because you given a promise to spiritual master don't chant because you have to remove the sin because you don't have sins and sins will not touch you uh, let me cut in one minute and drink some water okay now so you see but even sorry um but even if circumstantially there is some fall down the vaishnava need have nothing to do with the prayachitta the ritualistic ceremony for purification and what happens if someone falls down from the principles of devotional service he need not take to the prayachitta performances even if he falls down from principles of devotional service what he should do he need not take to prayachitta performances for reformation then what he has to do he has to simply execute the rules and regulations for discharging devotional service suppose somebody didn't even chant is such an 16 hours yesterday he chanted day before yesterday he didn't chant then he did mistake he did aparad to guru yes he did aparad now what he should do he should start chanting from today yesterday he didn't day before now chant chant for yesterday chant for day before yesterday it's a mistake it's sin why are you doing that why are you causing harm to spiritual master understand that correct yourself that's all if if you if you committed a sin what you should do again start doing your devotional service again start your 16 rounds that's all you know you simply has to exit and don't think that you are chanting because you want to purify the sin sin is not going to come then why you should do it for your purification because you cannot survive in this world without krishna you cannot survive in this world without doing your sadhana you will be totally frustrated that is why you have to do your sadhana and you have given a word to spiritual master that's why you should do your sadhana and above all you have a relationship with krishna and guru for the pleasure of krishna you have to do your sadhana because you have no one but krishna in your life he is your everything he is your protector caretaker only one thing you can do is some sadhana to please him so whatever sadhana minimum that is told to you even if that you can't do then why should we even live so we should live to do our sadhana and to do seva to guru maharaj so if we committed sin 
she simply has to execute rules and regulations for discharging devotional service and this is sufficient for his reinstatement you see even see even if someone falls down from principles of devotional service he need not take the prayashita performances for reformation he simply has to execute the rules and regulations for discharging devotional service and this is sufficient for his reinstatement this is the mystery of the vaishnava cult vaishnava devotional cult see this is a mystery this is a secret which nobody knows except experienced vaishnavas know that the devotees in krishna consciousness if you have taken a guru you are and if you are committed to 16 rounds or if you simply started to chant i heard that once a person starts to chant on a daily basis finished he is not getting any sins anybody who starts to chant he will not get sins and if he really wants less frustration if he really wants to be happy then you you have to take you know you have to grow up in devotional service take a guru then you will be happily blissfully living till we leave this world so blissfully if you want to live and get support of krishna and guru and vaishnavas then grow up in devotional service take initiation uh, so then in this connection see uh, this one thing and then i have underlined in the next page uh, next page uh, i will now read only the underlined sentences if one sticks to devotional service and is conducted by regulative principles given by the authorities and acharyas that is the best qualification see if one sticks to devotional service and is conducted by regulative principles given by authorities so what is that 16 rounds and four regulative principles is somebody knocking the door do 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 okay mm. if if one sticks to devotional service and is conducted by regulative principles given by the authorities and acharyas that is the best qualification you see um so if we are just following 16 rounds and four regulated principles and uh, you know that becomes our best qualification means we are at our best and then i have underlined next paragraph even if one does not in the same chapter even if one does not execute his specific occupational duty but see he does not even do his duty uh, but immediately takes direct shelter of lotus feet of hari there will be no fault on his part and in all circumstances his position is secure you see even if he is not doing his duty suppose somebody is not taking up a job and he is only doing devotional service he has a wife and children but he does not care for a job he is not at fault see there's no there will be no fault on his part and in all circumstances his position is secure position means what position of going back to god at that is secure if he is continuously indulging in devotional service but then why should he take up a job to maintain body and soul together to keep the devotee family members in um, anxiety free to feed them then we need a job but for going back to godhead none of these duties whether you do or you don't do simply if you are doing shravanam kirtanam smaranam archanam vandanam dasyam dasyam padsevanam these things if you keep doing daily we are like sinless we are anyway sinless if you are simply doing devotional service it's uh, you know it's very it's a mystery actually it's a secret which only nectar of devotion speaks you know then you see it says that in 11th canto of shrimad bhagavatam 11th chapter 32nd verse in which lord says to uddhava my dear uddhava any person who takes shelter of me in complete surrender and follows my instruction giving up all occupational duties is considered to be first class man see even if he gives up the duties he is considered to be first class man you see how krishna is uh, told and you see in the next page uh, you know in the same chapter after another uh, four or five paragraphs uh, Uh, it says that um, one may think that because he is surrendering unto me personality of godhead he will not be able to perform all his other obligations but lord says repeatedly don't hesitate don't consider that because you are giving up all other engagements there will be some flaw in your life don't think like that i will give you all protection that's the assurance of lord krishna in bhagavad gita when he says sarvadharman pratijya then next it says there is additional evidence in the agastya samhita as the regulative principles of scripture are not required by a liberated person so the ritualistic principles indicated in the vedic supplements also are not required for a person duly engaged in the service of lord ramachandra so this is what agastya samhita says see if somebody is serving the lord whether they follow rules and regulations or not they are all sin free <coughs> sinless lastly you know in the last uh, two per, uh, paras of the same fifth chapter of nectar of devotion is and read out amid Hmm. Similarly, in the eleventh chapter of Shrimad Bhagavatam, fifth chapter, verse forty-two, Karapajana Muni addresses King Nimi and says, "Listen to this very carefully. It's very interesting. My dear King, a person who has given up the worship 
of the demigods that is all of you and has completely concentrated his energy in the devotional service of supreme personality of god at all of you has become very very dear to the lord as such if by chance or mistake he does something which is forbidden say you end up eating meat without your knowledge or um ending up being something wrong with knowledge out of lack of sense control or whatever you know not wanting to do it but somehow it happens then there is no need for him to perform any purificatory ceremonies because the lord is situated within his heart he takes compassion for the devotee's accidental mistake accidental huh? not planned it should not be planning to do sinful activities that he should not do huh? that if you do then you are sure to fall down don't do that but accidentally if helplessly you you give in to temptations you you try 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 see ajamila tried 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 but what happened in his case but he still you know he struggled to not fall for that pursuit but still he could not control so that was like an accidental fall down you know of ajamilas so because he fell down like that for him there is no sin that's what he's saying here because he was chant lastly he chanted narayana 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 he was calling na that's why for him there is no sin he was like a devotee because he was calling out narayana 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 see because the lord is situated within his heart he takes compassion for the devotee's accidental mistake and corrects him from within it's also confirmed in bhagavad gita in many places that supreme personality of godhead krishna takes a special interest in his devotees and declares emphatically that nothing can cause his devotees to fall down he is always protecting them means even if somebody falls appears to fall down still you know krishna will be talking to him in the heart see you are more sick now you are more worse now that time when you are following rules and regulations and chanting it was much more peaceful now you see what has happened no but now i can't go back there no but you are more miserable if you can't go back you are more miserable you have to go back that's the only way you are having some solace so like this even if devotees leave finally if not in this life next life at least they'll be pulled back they get attracted as if as if helpless as if iron filings get attracted to magnet something like that uh, even if you give up and go in next life at least we will be very soon getting attracted to some devotee and will take up devotional service from where we stop will continue that's the prof, uh, promise isn't it uh, what is that i think neha vikrama nashosti pratyavayo navidyate swalpamapyasya dharmasya trayate mahatobaya so in ajamila's case also that only happened where he stopped when he started narayana narayana you know slowly in his heart some nice devotional feelings vishnu chakravarti thakura says that you know some nice devotional um, uh, feelings or whatever started getting established you know in his heart uh, though he was not consciously wanting to do something like that that's why finally when he called out narayana also you know that's why vishnu das came and means uh, just if you call narayana so what to speak of people you know that was he was accidentally doing it in namaba stage um uh, don't ask me details about namabas and all that much details i don't know about that but um, but it was told that he spoke in a called out narayana in namabas means there was no offenses he didn't mean any devotion he didn't even have faith but he just called without any offense so we initially when we chanted definitely we have called out uh, you know without offense simply because uh, sometimes some people may say oh it is god's name may if i chant i will get some benefit sometimes we chant because uh, iskon devotees are asking me i will let me chant simply because devotees have asked we do it with respect if you have done that you know probably we have done some some kind of namabas chanting now we may be struggling to reach there but it's all right whatever it is if you have started chanting on a regular basis then we don't get any sins even if we commit sins helplessly we don't get any sin that is the proof in nectar of devotion which i read out to you now this is something very new for me and so um and so you know um we have to uh, focus on doing our duties of 16 rounds and uh, eating krishna prasad and following for regulative principles and following ekadashis if we do all this and then whatever mistakes that may happen krishna will take care we don't have if somebody has started chanting even if you are not initiated somebody has started chanting um as far as i understand if you are initiated to forget it you will not get sins only if you are doing daily chanting that's it daily chanting if you are doing and uh, even if you end up committing sins we will not get sins and if you have committed sins what is the uh, what is the prayachita nothing no prayachita simply continue to chant 16 rounds what if you didn't chant 16 rounds some days keep a track of it and complete it what if you don't even have a track of it that how many days you didn't chant 
no problem daily instead of 16 rounds now we start doing 20 rounds by the lifetimes uh, you know um, when we reach the end of the life probably we will cover up all the backlog or we'll get that purity and we will start doing instead of 16 32 rounds and we may start chanting all the time uh, you know so our backlog also will be over so for us then how do we get purified only chanting chanting is the only way for us hare krishna mahare krishna mahare krishna maiva kevalam kalav nasteva 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 gatiranita we don't have any prachita nothing all we have to do is just chant so ajamila's case also because he chanted he didn't have to do prachita now these people yamaduta sir saying he had to do prachita he had to do prachita but actually ajamila didn't have to do prachita that's what now in uh, vishnudutas i think will be saying in the next chapter that we will see when next chapter comes so with this i want to end because 7 o'clock i have oh one minute left i have the meeting so uh, can i take your leave hari krishna i have no time for questions but i tried my best to not let you have questions on this topic i hope it's clear is it clear to all of you my dear friends हरे कृष्णा माता जी मदन प्रणाम और गुरु महाराज यस माता जी वंडरफुल क्लास थैंक यू फॉर काइंड ऑफ क्लोजिंग ऑफ दिस चैप्टर टुडे एंड वेरी वैल्यूबल इनपुट्स लाइक इफ आई हैव क्वेश्चंस वी कैन ऑलवेज टेक्स्ट यू और कॉल यू लेटर बिकॉज यू आर गोइंग नाउ बट 